On the show today, don't put your late model tires in swimming pools or you'll get kicked out. Plus weekend results, Ryan Tim's trying to bounce back and scary crashes at Ocala. Let's go. It's Sunday, February 18th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. As I'm sure you're well aware, rain knocked out most of Saturday night's racing down south. So Dirt Car Nationals, USAC, and 360s at East Bay all concluded their Florida trips on Friday night. At Volusia, Nick Hoffman and Devin Moran closed out DCN with World of Outlaws lay model wins. Back on Thursday, Hoffman made a last lap pass on Chris Madden to steal the victory in what was a really entertaining feature. That one had four different lap leaders, and as we've seen all week, the elbows were definitely out. It was Hoffman's second career outlaw late model win, and he joins Kyle Strickler, Ryan Gustin, and Kyle Bronson as the only drivers to win Gators at Volusia in both a late model and a modified. Friday night in what ended up being the week-long finale, Devin Moran took the lead on lap 15 from pole sitter Kate Dillard and was, uh, was unchallenged the rest of the way. It was his second outlaw win of the season, and Volusia seems to become, uh, have, have become a favorite for Moran here. In his past eight races at the track, he has four wins, six podiums, and seven top tens. Uh, and then knowing that Saturday was probably going to rain out, the Outlaws did boost the Friday purse to 16000 a win. That was up from 12000 originally. So hot tip to them for trying to get those teams some money. Uh, Bobby Pierce was crowned the week-long at Gator Champion and leaving Dirt Car Nationals. He has a slight six-point lead over Brandon Shepard in the Outlaw standings after these first four races. We won't see the Outlaws again until later in March. Uh, they got a trip to Thunderhill Raceway planned for the 22nd and the 23rd. Another thing I learned this weekend was that national touring late model competitors are now not allowed to put their tires in swimming pools, freezers, ice baths, or allowed to apply direct heat to them using things like torches or other sources of heat. This treatment of tires will get you suspended indefinitely from both the Outlaws and Lucas as, uh, as well washing tires or spraying any substances on them within three hours of hot laps. This information was shared with drivers and teams back on Thursday through rules bulletins from both Lucas director Rick Schwally and Outlaw director Steve Francis. The same bulletin went to all competitors from both series. When you see something like this released with such specific information and processes called out, it's pretty clear that this is being directed at a very precise team or set of teams. Word is this behavior had been going on during speed weeks and complaints had been made to both series about it. It's not hard to look around online and find the rumored team that is suspected of being the main participant here. And if you look, that team was at Volusia Monday and Tuesday, but suddenly didn't participate the rest of the week. I'm not going to pass judgment on the rules bulletin, mostly because I don't really care. But I do think it's funny to picture teams dunking tires in kiddie pools in the pit area to get them, quote unquote, ready for racing that night. Clearly, nothing is outside the realm of possibility when trying to find advantages over your competitors including going and buying a plastic kid swimming pool at Walmart or Target. Uh, Week-ending uh, Super Dirt Car Series wins went to Matt Williamson and Matt Shepard, with Williamson claiming the Big Gator trophy. Shepard's win on Friday came after he took the lead via a very strange sequence of events. Larry White tangled with the lap car of Brett Hearn inside 10 to go, and in the aftermath, White ended up tipped over, and a second-place uh, running Eric Rudolph also got collected. So on the restart, Shepard went from third to first, drove on to the win. It was absolute chaos there for a few seconds. Uh, the next time we'll see the Super Dirt Car Series is March 30th at New Egypt. That race will kick off their 2024 championship season. Remember, these early season DCN nights are non-points, so no championship points on the line here to start. 
Uh, before we move on, I sent two new issues of the Slider uh, email newsletter in recent days. One included a Lucas Speedweeks wrap-up from a Spent Smithback, and the other was another great piece from Pat Sullivan about the current state of midget racing. To see those pieces and sign up to get the emails for free, visit dirttracker.com slash the slider. If you'd like to contribute to a future issue, drop me a uh, message or email. I do pay for submissions to the slider. Uh, the USAC Sprint Cars ended their Florida trip with two more nights at Ocala Speedway. That was after being at Volusia early last week. Justin Grant and CJ Leary picked up those two victories. Grant now has three wins in six races. And the Friday win for Leary was his first USAC win since Kokomo last July. He was strong, though, for the entire couple of weeks, never finishing worse than ninth. Nobody, though, was able to keep pace with Logan Seavey over these first six races with the reigning midget and silver crown champion finishing on the podium every single night including two victories. There's clearly no get up to speed period here for this new uh, Abacus Racing Sprint Car operation. CV's last uh, 11 USAC Sprint Car starts include four wins, nine top fives, and 10 top tens. They leave Florida as the championship leader, and unless someone shows us otherwise, these guys have to be the favorite for all three USAC titles this season. It definitely feels like a USAC Triple Crown is in play for 2024. We did have two nasty crashes as well at Ocala with both Zach Dom and Trey Osborne leaving the ballpark in turn three on Thursday in separate incidents. Dom's crash happened in the fourth heat race and Osborne's was in the feature. Dom's wild ride ended uh, with his car near those turn four bleachers and on fire. He was okay though afterwards, but didn't compete the rest of the weekend. Osborne's trip over that same wall resulted in a fractured back and he didn't race Friday uh, as well. The USAC season doesn't start back up again until April 5th at Terre Haute, so we'll see if that's enough time for Osborne to heal and get back to racing. If not, it, uh, this would be a significant blow to his rookie season with the series. Remember, he's supposed to split time here between the Baldwin Fox car and his own car. And I hate, though, that it's 2024 and we still have race cars leaving the ballpark because of their not being fencing all the way around. Ocala has catch fence down the backstretch and around to the front, but nothing in turn two or turn three. And the dangers to the drivers aside, we can obviously discuss that. We have discussed that in the past. We cannot be in a situation where cars are ending up close to where spectators are, like we saw with Dom's crash. Race fans in the seats and in the pit area did not sign up to be included in the danger for the night. They're there to just watch and have a good time with their friends and not be included in uh, what, what turns into very scary situations. Uh, in some sprint car racing of the winged type over the weekend, Austin McCarl and Ryan Timms picked up 360 wins at East Bay. That was to close out the very last ever winter nationals at the track. Tim's has had a strong start to his 360 season. He's already won three times. He's been racing a lot down south to start the season with US, uh, USCS. We saw him at Volusia, a couple of other racetracks. There's still work to do, though, with the 410 in his uh, wing sprint car. Just one feature appearance against the World of Outlaws at Volusia in four nights. That was an 18th place finish on February 8th. He did have a 10th and a 15th against High Limit at East Bay. He's a guy you have to wonder if he's been affected by the new sprint car tires that came into effect early in 2023. And we've talked about this before. Back in 2022, he had eight 410 sprint car wins in 44 starts, including 29 top 10s. Those wins came at Husits and with series like Power Eye and Nosa. He also had good runs against the Outlaws, and you wondered if maybe he was kind of going to be the next guy here uh, coming up through sprint car racing. But 2023 was a significant step back for the young Oklahoma driver with just two local 410 wins and 10 top 10 finishes in 59 races. The tires and the addition of a sizable midget schedule seem from the outside to be the only real differences from one year to the next. 
2024, though, there have been changes inside that team with longtime crew chief Billy Lawhead now overworking for Brady Bacon's USAC operation. We'll see if things can get going back again in a good direction for Tim's. He'll be in action later this week at high, uh, with High Limit at Golden Isles. All right, that's it for the Daily Show today. Hope you guys have a great Sunday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. <laughs>